0: On this episode of Empower 305, District 2 Commissioner Sabina
1: Kovo. I think that we should always remember that we need to have three things, passion, courage, and empathy. Mm -hmm. If you have those three qualities within your heart, you can do whatever you want in life.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second season of Empower 305, coming full of new and interesting episodes. We're your hosts, Victoria Sosa.
0: And Stephanie Severino. Welcome, everybody, to our second episode of this second season of Empower 305. And we are thrilled to have with us today our new commissioner of District 2, Sabina Cobo. I want to thank you, first of all, for giving us the time. I know you're already hitting the ground running I know how busy you are so thank you for being here with us.
1: Thanks to you for inviting me. This is my new home and I'm humbled to be here and very happy to get to work right away.
2: First day at the office.
1: First day at the office. First day at the office. We're going to be working out of a Berwick Park today. We have a satellite office. Mine is getting ready to my understanding and we are already preparing the team, preparing our plans. And I have my first commission meeting on Thursday, so I was already looking over the agenda.
0: Yes, doing all of those briefings. You we see. have my first, I have
1: my first briefing today. Yes. Uh, at midday.
0: So you'll see, you'll have several one of th- those before obviously the commission meeting where you obviously meet with all of the department heads, you kind of go over what the topics that you're gonna discuss. So it's very interesting, but I wanna start asking you for those of our listeners and viewers who don't know who Sabina Cobo is. Mm -hmm. How did Sabina get started? I know you've been a longtime Miami resident, Mm -hmm. you come from TV, you're a journalist. Tell us more a little bit about your background and your history.
1: So I came in 1997 from Colombia to be an international student at Florida International University and I did journalism and political science. After that I applied for an internship with Telemundo. I was just 19, I got it, and that's how I went into the TV world. Ironically, my first position was at the sales department. So I learned a lot about management and administration, and nowadays I own a public relations firm. I always had like the two sides of my brain, the administrative side and the more creative and and I would say um journalistic side I worked for different tv stations I've been a resident of Miami I would say um, we for, of the district 22 years mm-hmm. It's where I'm raising my children, where my three children were born. I was um, living in Brickell for 13 years and the rest in Coconut Grove. At some point when I was at FIU, I also lived in Edgewater. But at that time, Edgewater was not even called Edgewater.
2: Right. <laughs> That's interesting because I am a Panther grad myself, international relations and political science, and my first internship was at Telemundo, where oh, I worked good, for so 11 cool. years. Amazing. So maybe yeah. one day I'll be <laughs> a Of course, and
1: I invite you for that because, <laughs> yeah. to be quite honest, we need new faces. Oh, uh, that's
2: great. And speaking of, of that, um, you're mom, you're a businesswoman, you mentioned obviously a wife and you have so many hats, and to that you add the political hat now. Uh, you did mention that you have a master's in uh, political science as well. So what made you uh, now run for commissioner?
1: Not only that, I am doing my master's right now. Oh, wow. So I did I did um, journalism and political science back in the days at FIU, and last year because I was working for the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, and they give you the opportunity to do a master's if you wanted to, I decided to go for it.
2: So you're doing it as we speak? As we speak. Wow. So
1: I actually did a, so while I was swearing on Saturday, I was thinking I had a midterm on Sunday. And I actually did it last night at midnight. (gasps) I did drop two classes when we found out that it was going to be a special election. Remember that this election was supposed to be in November, Mm -hmm. and I had been preparing all last year for November, not for a February election. Of course, I spoke to the university. I'm doing it at University of West Florida virtually, and I told them the situation. And I've been trying to do my best, and I kept only one class. Right. Um. So that has been interesting. Mm-hmm. That that has been an, an interesting situation with a two, she's gonna be two in March. She's gonna be a toddler. Yeah. And um, w- with an amazing support system, my husband is amazing. We actually um have different schedules, which is helpful because mm-hmm. he works in transportation, so he works overnight. And um, and again, my mother moved to my house to make this happen, mm. but she has to move out sometime soon. She told right. me she was like, "When do you want me to leave?" Um, so I yeah, I
0: might want to say that you you should keep her for a little Yes. Longer.
1: So I I have a good um support system. My mother in law is planning on coming as well. So we're gonna take turns at least at the beginning. Um, but it's been it's been fun. It's it been takes fun. a
2: village, but we said yeah. that.
0: It does. So, it does. You see, you started last year preparing for a November election. But what made you want to go into this world? Mm-hmm. What were you seeing that perhaps you weren't too happy about? Or what kind of changes is it that you want to see that was the reason why you wanted to run?
1: Quality of life in our city, I think that even though we've grown with very positive advancements and now we're an international city, and and that's how Miami was planned, right? I think that Miami needed that. We needed to be an international destination. We thrive economically. But then now is the time to get to a balance and make sure that we can be that type of city, but that we're also a smart city. We see other cities in the world, and of course, we cannot compare our history to Rome, because we're so young, right? Mm -hmm. Or to Barcelona, or to even Medellin, Colombia, which is amazing the way that they they have planned that city. So I felt that this was the perfect position for me. It was close to home, um, technically very close to home. Five minutes from City Hall is where I, I live, but it's also what it's in my heart. And I said, you know what, I want to be a commissioner. Before, many years ago, I wanted to be mayor. Like, I even thought about it. Wow. Um, but then my husband was like, are you sure, mayor? <laughs> Whatever. But, uh, you know, it's, this is... Um, oh, you're still very
0: young. Could that be something that later on you?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that I want to serve my constituents, and I have no idea what would be next. What I can assure you is that I'm not gonna resign to run for Congress or anything like that. Because there's already the gossip around. Like she wants to do this because she wants to go to Washington. I don't want to go to Washington. There's no way.
2: Um, You mentioned. you know, about Miami District 2, I, I would like to, I want to say, I think, uh, for many people is the heart of Miami, the city of Miami, you know, Brickell Etchwater, Coconut Grove.
1: Waterfront, basically. It's, yeah,
2: waterfront. So when you think of that, being the commissioner of such an important part of the city of Miami.
1: It's really challenging because our district is so diverse that the issues that are affecting the people in Brickell are not the same as Coconut Grove. They're not the same as Morningside, not the same as Edgewater, not the same as Brickell. So what we're seeing now is that we really need to get to work Mm -hmm. in different directions. And we do share, of course, what the city of Miami shares. We have awful transit, Mm -hmm. um, an awful transit system that can be improved. But that's something that we have to work with the county. We have an affordable and workforce housing crisis, but that's also shared around the city. Mm-hmm. But for example, in that case, the city of Miami, um, District 2 has a lot of restaurants, hotels, mm-hmm. venues, and the, the small and medium business owners are not being able to retain the workforce because people don't want to sit in traffic for two hours to work in the city of Miami. So that's an issue. How, do, how can we get to solve that? Mm-hmm. We have our um, climate resiliency right. plans that we all share. But other than that, Morningside, for example, they have a big controversy on what's happening with Morningside Park. Coconut Grove um, has a gentrification issue in the West Grove. Mm -hmm. Brickell has a security issue. Even this weekend at four in the morning, Brickell Living actually captured the video Mm -hmm. of a a car race on on Brickell Avenue. So we are all experimenting different issues, and that's what makes this district extremely challenging. Right,
0: and
2: diverse. Definitely.
0: If you could say one way that you think some of those issues, which I think climate resiliency, Mm -hmm. as you know, after Hurricane Irma with the Miami Forever bond, I think sea level rise, but not even that, just king tides and sunny Mm -hmm. flooding, or sunny day flooding, as they call it, is something that affects all the waterfront area and urban core, which is part of your district, How do you see that being something that you obviously actively work on and push for as far as mitigation and adaptation solutions?
1: So the first thing that we're going to do, which is immediate, is that we're going to be using what we're going to call, and this name might change, but for now, the Echo Squad. Okay. What does the Echo Squad does? Not only beautification um, processes, but also they would go and check how we're doing with our drainage system. Uh, so we don't need to wait, wait until a catastrophe comes. Mm-hmm. We can actually make sure that we can inform public works and things get done before. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, we have our storm master plan, which I already started reviewing, Mm -hmm. And I am a fan, and this might change because I need to study it, of a mix between the mangrove barrier that we can actually create and not that robust or big of a seawall. Okay. So, so, I think that that would be my approach.
0: So, working with nature rather than perhaps concrete walls? Or it's, sea walls. it's
1: been proven, it's been seen in other mm-hmm. cities in the world, and it's working very effective. Then, we have also have the contamination and the pollution in Biscayne Bay, which is not only a city issue. For that one, we do need to work with the state. Mm-hmm. So, I think that leadership is important, but also the fact that we need to make sure that things get done. We have the plans and we have the budget, we just need to implement.
2: Interesting. Um, You're the first Colombian American to run in this, you know, this this seat. How does that make you feel?
1: Special. I think that it's a good way of showing that Colombian Americans, we are powerful Mm for us right now here in, in in the United States. I always um, told the different Colombian-American groups that approach me, you are not getting the point. We are the second minority more um, effective right now for voting because it's, it's, um, it's just mathematics. The years that Colombians migrated were in the 90s. So most of these people, we already have citizenships. And um, I think that this is a start for more elected officials that are Colombian-American to, to come forward.
0: I can tell you that as a woman mm-hmm. and obviously being also Dominican, um, seeing you I think is opening the doors mm-hmm. for a lot of us who might think that it's not possible. Right. It's totally doable. You inspire inspiring. a lot of people Thank you. And, and I admire you for that. And speaking of all of your different hats and roles, this is one of the episodes of March, which is International Women's Month. It what is... is The one message, if you could give a message out to all of the little girls, young leaders that are, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to prepare themselves to be you in the future as as a minority woman, what would that message be?
1: I think that we should always remember that we need to have three things, passion, courage, and empathy. Mm -hmm. If you have those three qualities within your heart, you can do whatever you want in life. And one of the main reasons why I also think that my case and other cases of elected officials that are women is inspiring, because you just mentioned it, Stephanie, it actually opens the doors to, this was not possible, no, yeah, this is possible. Mm -hmm. One of the people that I spoke when I decided to run said, you're never gonna win because you're Hispanic, and um, your district is Anglo, it's going to be really hard for you. And I said, okay, let's see what happens. Right. Wow! So when you have the courage, mm-hmm. then anything that you want to do in life is going to be possible.
0: Are you looking forward to working with our chairwoman? Because, yes, you're the second yes. girl in that day. Is Girl power, yay! Mm-hmm. No, How does that make you feel?
1: Very nice. This is going to be the first time in the history mm-hmm. of the city of Miami that two women, the two women were going to be um, sitting at the dais. And um, I'm looking forward to working with all of my colleagues as well.
2: What do your kids say? It was so nice to see them and doing the pleasure of religion. They're super
1: proud. They're super proud. They were also, I think, very nervous Uh the days before, um, which is normal. They just want to know that their life is not going to change. And, of course, their life hopefully won't change.
0: And you'll be there for them. And Carmen, who I think that message that you just gave out, goes to her too to see her mom. I know she's gonna be two, so she's probably very little. But in the future, when she sees this,
2: of she's course, obviously gonna, gonna feel be it. very proud. Thank you so much for joining us today. To I both. know you yeah. have. This is
1: amazing. This is great that you guys have a. Of course, and, and this is
2: for you. And this is for you. This is an open mic, and whenever you know, these doors are open. Whenever you're you... doing an
1: amazing job, because as you both know, communications mm-hmm. is the key to actually getting to the constituents. Yep. Yes,
2: because it doesn't matter
0: what you're doing yep. if you're not communicating it out, they might not even know. So Mm -hmm. this is actually a a format that we created because we wanted to give department directors, Mm -hmm. elected officials, the people working behind the scenes that sometimes those out there don't really know or don't get to hear from them. This is what this avenue is for. So thank you, everybody. Remember to share, like and subscribe. We'll catch up next time on Empower 305.